Our mission is to discuss extraction, processing, business practices, and lessons learned with the established experts of the extraction process. This is Mission Supercritical, a service of Apex Supercritical, the leading CO2 extraction equipment manufacturer. Now, here to navigate our broadcast is a U.S. Navy veteran and the founder and president of Apex Supercritical, Andy Joseph. Okay, welcome to Mission Supercritical, an exclusive radio show that highlights the extraordinary individual success stories of Apex Supercritical's more than 500 customers operating in the cannabis industry today. I'm your host, Andy Joseph, president and founder of Apex Supercritical. Thank you for joining our show. Today's guest is Dr. Marcus Rogan, vice president of extraction at Alco, a fully vertically integrated medical cannabis manufacturing company based in San Diego, California. Marcus is an organic chemist by training with undergraduate studies at Imperial College in London, received his PhD at ETH Zurich in Switzerland, and finally, postdoctoral studies at the Scripps Research Institute in San Diego. Dr. Rogan contributes to several cannabis industry journals and is the National Cannabis Industry Association's Scientific Advisory Committee co-chair. Welcome to the show, Marcus. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, Marcus, just so we can uh, get a little bit of a uh, little bit of background on yourself here, let's start with where are you today? Uh, today I'm in Germany. I decided San Diego is too hot for me right now, so I wanted to enjoy the cold winter in Germany. <laughs> and I think uh, Germany has some cold weather to offer for you here this week as well. Yes, and I already caught myself a, a, a cold, so I, sorry for the nozzling. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. And if, uh, if you find you have to take a nose blowing break, then uh, we can uh, we can accommodate that. No problem. Okay. Thank you. So, <laughs> so all right, Marcus, give us a little bit of background. You know what uh, what led you to the cannabis industry? What did you do prior to the cannabis industry? And and uh, you know how did those two come together to to put you where you are with Alco today? Yeah, it was a very weird and by chance path that led me into the cannabis industry. I was uh, still uh, doing my PhD, uh, my postdoc uh, in San Diego at the Scripps Research Institute, and uh, through local connections, I was approached by someone that uh, was planning to build a testing laboratory for cannabis uh, on the Central Coast in California, and uh, I was thought to have the right skills for the job. And while my chemistry background was strong, uh, my chemistry, uh, my cannabis background was very weak, and so I had to I learn a lot very fast uh, to catch up. And and so you 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 were approached to do a testing lab, and what, did you find that you know what you were doing as as part of your postdoc studies was was more in the testing side of analytical uh, chemistry, or or what, how did the testing piece come into it? Yes, so I uh, organic. Uh, chemist by trainings. So I used to make molecules or find new reaction pathways to make those molecules. Uh, but uh, throughout the studies, there was a lot of analytics involved uh, because we were learning how reaction pathways work. We would uh, pimp our an analytical instruments to, to learn more in depth about the machines. So we did have quite, I did have quite a good understanding of analytics. And uh, therefore, I thought I would be up to the task of uh, doing some cannabis analytics. Okay. All right. So you, you, you're thrust into the, uh, the testing lab and analytical chemical uh, side of the business there, but no cannabis, right? Was that, no. uh, was that a big hurdle for you to, to figure out cannabis or is organic chemistry or organic chemistry no matter what? So at first, I always thought you would smoke the leaves because it's the leaf that's always the sign of cannabis. And in tobacco, you smoke the leaves. <laughs> uh, so that's what I had to learn. 
uh, I also had no idea how cannabis smells. Uh, and it was actually my wife that pointed out to me the smell of cannabis when we were walking around Berlin, Germany, uh, in the streets. And it's like, that's how cannabis smells. It's like, okay, okay, I'm learning. Uh, but uh, on its basics, uh, cannabis is a plant with cannabinoids, which are chemicals, uh, molecules, and uh, they have a certain weight, they have a certain behavior on analytical instruments, and uh, you have to... Uh, understand them for any molecule if it is from the cannabis plant or from anything else uh, so in that sense cannabis is not much different to any other uh, plant or analytical task okay good so so true novice didn't even know what uh, didn't even know what cannabis smelled like or uh, what parts of part might be utilized um now you find yourself you know a few years later um you know what i would consider to be one of the uh, the leading experts in cannabis research oh, so you. that's a that's quite a quite a feat let's talk about you know what you're doing right now with uh, with alco um you know i understand you guys you guys focus on not only your own dispensary but also have a, a quite a right a wide array of contract manufacturing expertise to offer yes. tell me a little bit about that Yes, that's right. So, uh, Outco is a fully vertically integrated uh, medical marijuana collective down in San Diego, or at least a collective for this month, uh, which will all change next month. Uh, and we do uh, grow in-house. So, we have a, my colleague is a PhD in uh, plant science. Uh, she heads the cultivation. Uh, I then head the uh, processing and extraction. Uh, and my team also does the formulation and production parts. Uh, and uh, we then have our own dispensary, but we also wholesale to other licensed uh, collectives or dispensaries. And uh, due to our expertise in extraction and formulation, we work with outside companies to contract manufacture their products uh, if they need some specific formulations or uh, products that are of interest to them and and so the the formulation of those products when when somebody comes to you do they come to you and say hey i, I need something that's got this specific ratio of cannabinoid you know thc cbd whatever it might be or do they typically come to you and say hey i've got a patient or a group of patients with this ailment how's that typically work well actually uh we had we had all of the above cases uh we had a company that had uh, a very well-established uh, or thought-out recipe and they just wanted it to scale up because their current uh, producer or the person that they worked with was neither able to do the scale of production nor the legality of production. Uh, so we took that over. Uh, another company came said, we have a vision for our company. Uh, what products would you be able to do and how could we collaborate on come up with a formulation for it? Uh, in the last case, we do have patients due, through our dispensary uh, that come with specific uh, requirements. And so we, um, through our bartenders, either advise them on our current product lines or uh, for some more specific cases, they talk to me directly and we adjust our formulations to their needs. Take a quick break and we'll be back in just a sec. We'll regroup for more Mission Supercritical after we hear from our sponsors. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? 
At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Boober vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, welcome back to Mission Supercritical. Again, in today's show, we have Dr. Marcus Rogan, who's Vice President of Extraction at Alco. Marcus, first part of the segment, we talked about your background and, and your uh, literally novice introduction into the cannabis industry, where you didn't even uh, know what it smelled like or even what part of the, the plant was typically used for consumption. All the way to the point where we are today, which I think is, you know, one of the leading researchers in the cannabis space. You've been able to do some pretty amazing things, including a presentation I saw from you where you, you were turning indicas into sativas. Tell me a little bit about that. How did you, how did you figure that out? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, again, we have to start a little bit earlier, uh, to bay, way back to my first extraction uh, on the Apex machine. And I remember that my boss at the time told me that uh, the extract doesn't look right. And I, was, uh, I asked, how is it supposed to look? Uh, as an organic chemist, I never really care about looks. So I would only uh, look at the analytical readouts of the molecules that I have. And uh, so looks never appeared to me to be of any importance. Uh, I was wrong, obviously, in other industries or cannabis industry. The appearance of your extract is important. Uh, but I really had no idea. So I would... Then first try to find good analytics so that we learn what happens every time we extract. And uh, when I moved to Outco and we had the extractor, I told my boss, if you want good extracts, we need to put R&D time in. You cannot expect me to give you the perfect extract on day one. Uh, we need to take the machine off production for some time to figure it out. And uh, so we took the machine off normal production for about a month. Uh, and just run the machine every day to learn about the system. And uh, with a lot of testing uh, that we sent off to uh, outside laboratories, uh, we then got the machine dialed in. And Great. I'm happy to explain to you how all the math behind it works. So if I can <laughs> put your listeners to sleep, I can run you through that very quickly. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think there's another radio show for uh, for statistical analysis that uh, might have a slightly different audience. But you know, um, there is it, it's 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 funny to listen to it. But you know, it's really important. I think they have a point there that you know, there is a, a certain time that has to be allocated for research and development to understand the parameters and and the eventual outcome that you're looking for with the equipment. There's no doubt about that. But you know, through your through your experiments and, and through your research and development, you you like I said, discovered kind of how an indica can turn into a sativa, and or how maybe there's no difference between the two. So just dive into the to, to that piece of it for me. Okay, sure. So uh, first, it's to, uh, you have to understand uh, what what the plant is and what your our extraction is or can do. So uh, quickly. Uh, the cannabis plant, everyone calls them strains, and they are indicas and sativas, and then you have your uh, uh, your sour diesel, and you have your uh, cookies, and your blue dreams, and so on. But uh, strains is not even a botanical term. In the plant science, they call them the cultivars, or let's just say they have different genetics. But then every time you grow something in different environment, it would also express different molecules. So if we just think about the molecular makeup, so instead of thinking about a strain or chemova, if we think about it as a, uh, yeah, as a chemova, not cultivar, but a chemova. So we think about the molecular makeup. So what terpenes, what cannabinoids are present? Uh, when you start looking at that, you find that uh, currently cannabis strains are distinguished uh, by their terpene profiles. Their cannabinoid profile is very similar. We have basically three classes, high CBD, high THC, or something one-to-one. Uh, -one. But the terpenes is what really makes up the different strains. And there's research from the Netherlands by Hauserkamp and follow-on research by uh, Fischerdick from the Bay Area that showed that certain terpenes indicate what it is. And you can group them by terpenes. So when you take the Hauserkamp approach, you can see that uh, sativas are high in monoterpenes and indicas are high in uh, sesquaterpenes. So that's the difference between myrcene or limonene on the one hand or uh, beta-carophyllene on the other. Okay, so that's, that's the plant side. And for the extraction side, CO2 is the cool extraction technology here. Uh, compared to butane and uh, ethanol because we can adjust the density and therefore the solubility behavior of our solvent. So when I press it harder or heat it a little bit more, to go on a layman's term here, I can adjust the density and therefore I can selectively extract or enrich one molecule over the other from our plant. So if I set the right conditions in pressure and temperature, I will preferentially extract monoterpenes or if I set another condition, I preferentially extract sesquaterpenes. So therefore, if you give me a plant with high monoterpene content, I can dial in my extraction to preferentially extract the sesquaterpenes and therefore get an indica uh, if you take that broad approach. Right, right. So you know, you uh, you mentioned that CO two is a uh, is is the cool technology, and it's actually uh, cool in, in kind of two different ways here: cool in temperature as well as cool in its uh, ability to to dial in these these different uh, solubilities and solvent ratios to get the things that you're looking for. Now, were you able to do that on your Apex machine right out of the box, or did you have to do some modifications? Oh, uh, no. So. Uh, first, uh, the study that I mentioned earlier took us about a month, and uh, we found that it's the extreme conditions 
of the space of the possible uh, settings we can do so not extreme and that is extremely hot or extremely cold but that it is where the limits of the machine can handle it and that's actually the nice thing about the apex uh, to plug your company here is that uh, the machine uh, allows for aftermarket modifications it's a it's a nice uh, a modular setup so that we could adjust uh, what the capability of the machine is. Uh, specifically for us, we needed separate temperature control for both the extractor and the separator because we were running our extraction at temperatures that if you would have the separated separator cooled in line, the separator wouldn't be at the optimum temperature for retaining of terpenes or even it would be too cold that we have dry ice blockage in the separator so we needed a second separator but that was an easy install and uh, your uh, mechanics and engineers helped us there uh, pretty nicely to get that all going quickly Great. You know, it's always it's always great to hear, you know, customers are being successful with the equipment. It's even better to hear somebody who's, you know, kind of taken ownership of the equipment and, and really yeah. pushed it to its limits and, and been able to find some pretty spectacular things. Um, yeah, it so reminds, yeah, it reminds me back to my military times uh, where we had to uh, take apart a gun and put it back together, sometimes blindfolded, and that's how I feel sometimes with your Apex. <laughs> uh, by, now I, uh, by now I know all the ins and outs and how to take any Volvo apart, clean it, put it back together. Right, right. That's uh, that's all good stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. That's all really good stuff. Uh, appreciate that. So, I want to I want to break into you know we got a couple minutes here before our next break. I want to break into a slightly different conversation that kind of follows along you know the the research that you've done here and and being able to create these different products, and and what most people typically seem to have that come from uh, analytical chemistry or even better a pharmaceutical situation, which is you know single compounding versus whole plant extracts. Tell me about what's your philosophy on, on creating medicines for patients, whole plant extracts or single compound? Sure thing. So I'm an organic chemist. I'm all about single molecules. That's what my life was. Uh, cannabis is slightly different for me. Uh, if, if you tell me what exact molecule does what, I will get you that molecule pure. But as long as, uh, as, long as you talk in cannabis about an entourage effect, you can't then also claim an isolate being the solution. So therefore, our approach at Outco is more whole plant extract. And and if you wanted to get it into single compound, you could, but you like the entourage effect. You, I, you find most of your patients respond better to entourage and, and a, you know, a combination of cannabinoids and terpenes. Uh, or, or do you find that you know some people come in and looking just for that, that THC high? Um, we... We have seen mostly by our patient and anecdotal evidence that uh, it was a whole plant extract that led to the better effect. Uh, we, we have a few examples here. So one was very early on in my laboratory with my colleagues. They all said it has to be a distillate. It has to be a distillate. So we took our normal extract. Uh, we put our normal extract in a vape cartridge. Then we took that extract a second fraction of a uh, second part of it distilled it to a 98% uh, THC concentration put that in the cartridge uh, a second cartridge then i had them try it out by themselves at home because at work we're not allowed to consume and we do it all legal so they came back the next day 
But I said, well, let's do the whole tab, plant extract. And they were absolute, <laughs> it has to be clear, it has to be distilled the day before. And uh, after they tested the whole plant extract, they're like, okay, let's go that way. Yep, they were they were sold through their own uh, research there. That's that's yeah. that's great. It's really interesting to to hear the differences of opinion on on single compounding versus whole plant. And I don't think there's any one that's necessarily right versus the other. There's probably not enough research, but it is very interesting to see uh, see and hear different people's opinions and and ultimately results. So, sure, we- Marcus. Marcus, real quick, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take another break. Uh, when we come back, you've actually got some uh, pretty interesting patient stories that you know kind of yeah. lead in from this conversation here, with uh, one of them being a horse. So let's take a quick break and we'll talk about that. We'll regroup for more mission supercritical after we hear from our sponsors. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, welcome back to Mission Supercritical. Today's guest, once again, Dr. Marcus Rogan, Vice President of Extraction at Alco out of San Diego. So, Marcus, been a uh, been a great couple segments. Talked about your, your transition into the cannabis industry from uh, original organic chemistry training. And uh, then talked a little bit about some of your research and, you know, entourage effect versus single compounding. You know, developing patients for medicines is, is really one of the things I think that Alco is been doing a great job at and you know we talked a little bit earlier offline about uh, some interesting patient stories that you've got specifically three of them so i want to talk about them you know the first one you've got is a, a two-year-old with seizures how how have you helped her and, and how's she doing today oh uh so we had a mother coming in with her two-year-old uh, a few months back uh, she had uh, gotten a cannabis recommendation for her kid that uh, experienced seizures more or less constantly during the day and uh, they want to try cannabis so we sat down with the mother for quite some time and uh, 
my normal legal disclaimer is that I am a doctor, but it's a doctor in chemistry. So I'm not a medical doctor, so I can't really give you any recommendation or treatment options. But I can talk with the qualified people to then find a formulation that might work. So we did that. We contacted a few doctors and uh, nurses to uh, come up with a treatment plan. And it was based on uh, the, I guess, the general idea of uh, start low, go slow. Uh, So we just made a pure CBD isolate tincture for the child first. And uh, we gave some dosing recommendations. And uh, there was a bit of improvement by the mother. She kept a diary. But uh, we thought we could do one better. And uh, based on the idea of entourage effect, or um, my thought about it is there are 144 different cannabinoids. One of them is working. It's maybe CBD, maybe THC, or it's one of the others. So we wanted to give a whole plant extract. But we had the problem that it's a two-year-old. We really don't want to have the kid high. So we adjusted our parameters on the apex to get a THC acid rich extract so we can actually do a a whole plant extract that is uh, rich in the acid form has no decarboxylated cannabinoids so no thc or cbd uh, but all the other natural occurring acid forms of cannabinoids and we co-formulated that with a little bit added cbd isolate and tried that as a second treatment for the child. And uh, that gave us a much better response. Uh, the, treat, uh, the seizures are now down in number and severity. And uh, we're quite happy with that. These, uh, these patient stories that I hear from, uh, from yourself, you know, with a two-year-old child as, as well as other folks, uh, it, it's just, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear, you know, the condition they're in. And it's so inspiring to, to be able to have an effect on somebody like that. So it, it's just, it's, uh, it's fantastic. That's, it's really wonderful. Um, I had a similar experience, I understand, with a, a 35-year-old patient. Um, what about the, the differences in compare and contrast on the two-year-old versus the 35-year-olds having seizures? Yeah, so uh, the 35-year-old patient, again, it was the mother that came in after she got the recommendation. Uh, They had, uh, by her description, tried all the classic medication, uh, but uh, were kind of at an end and really needed uh, some other ideas. Uh, So they wanted to try cannabis. And uh, so I sat down with the mother uh, for a long time again, and her main concern was actually the fear of getting high. Uh, the child really didn't want to get high, or child, 35-year-old, he really didn't want to get high. Uh, so again, we had this idea of using the THC acid tincture, uh, but she already had board, uh, due through the advice of our bartenders, the uh, normal uh, CBD THC tincture that we have on our shelves. Uh, we formulated as a three-to-one, uh, three CBD to one THC whole plant extract, and the idea, again, there is that we have at least a somewhat substantial amount of minor cannabinoids in the fraction. And uh, we, we then decided with the mother that uh, she just should try, again, go, uh, start low, go slow. And uh, they actually chose to go with the THC tincture instead of the THC acid tincture that we also provided her. And uh, after... Starting the treatment, the kid did not get high, so that's that was one of the benefits. And uh, by the description of the mother, the child that normally had five seizures a day is now seizure-free for over three weeks. 
And uh, I think that's another nice story uh, and a nice anecdote. And uh, while, while we're all happy in the industry to hear all these great stories, uh, unfortunately, my formal education in chemistry and medicinal chemistry shows me that anecdotal evidence is nice, uh, larger studies would be needed, but uh, on an individual basis, I think we won that fight. Definitely. And, and, you know, while it's it's obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> the engineer in me agrees with your analytical chemistry side and says, hey, we need more data, we need more research, it needs to be, you know, proper research. Um, unfortunately, the, the situation today is it's difficult to make that happen, uh, certainly on a large scale. And um, it's nice to be able to still be able to impact people's lives, even if it is anecdotal and even if it isn't necessarily the most scientifically based, it's still got to feel good to, to have an impact on someone's life like that. So, all right. Finally, yes, you're, you're right. Finally, your, your third patient uh, is, is, is of a uh, slightly different breed here. It's actually a horse with hoof cancer. We, uh, we talked about this a little bit offline before the show. Tell me about your horse. Yes. Uh, so, again, it was uh, not the patient itself that came by, but it was, uh, in this case, the owner. Uh, another very concerned uh, uh, female patient of ours, actually. She was uh, using cannabis for her own ailments, and then her horse uh, developed a hoof cancer. Uh, quite a big tumor just above the, ho- uh, the hoof of the f- uh, front leg. And uh, it's, uh, I saw some pictures, some grueling uh, tumors there, bleeding and uh, pretty disgusting. And uh, so she had the idea that she uses Rick Simpson oil that we sell through our dispensary and put it on topically onto the horse, but also uh, give some of it uh, sublingual to the horse. Uh, the horse really gets high on that one. <laughs> it would stand in the... Uh, uh, in the stables and uh, just enjoy the high. Uh, <laughs> but she actually talked to me because it was the question is, is that okay for the horse? And uh, she was buying one gram of RSO syringes at a time. And we thought that's uh, neither an economical nor a practical ma- uh, way forward. So we made the family package for her and uh, put it into a 10 milliliter syringe and gave her our treatment and compassion discount for that. Uh, that is affordable for her too. And uh, I see her uh, sporadically coming into the dispensary and a few months in, uh, the pictures uh, that you were showing me of the tumor uh, looked much better. They weren't bleeding anymore. The tumor had uh, uh, receded in size and it looked like a normal foot again. And supposedly the horse was also enjoying life uh, I'm not sure if it was just high and enjoying it, or if the pain was also gone. Uh, but I thought that was a that's that's one of my favorite stories, actually. Uh, I right. used to be a horse rider myself, so I can very much identify with the owner. Yeah, that that's great. You know, I think a lot of times we uh, we treat our pet our tre- uh, sorry we treat our pets better than we treat ourselves. And uh, you know, I can uh, I'm, I'm having visions of the the horse in the stable with the Grateful Dead on in the background, and you know, just sitting there doing a tie dye and all that kind of cool stuff. <laughs> so that's uh, that's pretty funny. So thanks for those uh, fantastic stories there, Marcus. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like we're out of time. I I really appreciate you being on the show today. Real quickly, what is the best way for people to find Alco products? Uh, so we do have an internet presence, uh, and that's just outco.com. It's O-U-T-C-O.com. Uh, our dispensary is called Outliers Collective. 
Uh, we are based in El Cajon. That's uh, an East County suburb of San Diego. And uh, if you have any further questions about all the math that we're doing behind the optimization that uh, were not featured in this uh, podcast, you can send me an email <laughs> directly. Uh, and that would be mrogan at outco.com. So my name is my name and surname is spelled M R O G G E N at O U T C O dot com. Great. And uh, hopefully you don't get uh, barrage with people looking for the, uh, the statistics behind all of your research because I can tell you firsthand it's in depth. So be ready for it. <laughs> yes. Depending, depending on the audience and the location where I, uh, where I give my talk, I have people leaving the talk when I bring up the math. And I count that as a win. <laughs> <laughs> you're just whittling them down there so all right hey thanks uh, thanks dr marcus rogan for being the uh being the guest on mission supercritical today really appreciate it look for other mission supercritical shows to learn more about apex supercriticals more than 500 customers operating in the cannabis industry hope you can join us then and until then happy extracting the opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.